Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. American F-15 screaming eagles soar into darkening skies in a show of U.S. military firepower. The message to NATO allies here, we've got your back. And to Russia, we're watching. The U.S. Air Force's 336 fighter squadron taking part in an enhanced air policing mission. And it's it's about reassuring your NATO allies. Yeah, absolutely. This is a, a team effort from the uh, NATO alliance. Here's why it matters. The Baltic states are sandwiched between Russia. So uh, then uh, CBS gets into where we've got all the planes and the and the, uh, the the countries that are around Ukraine and everything like that. So the big announcement today: we are sending three thousand troops to Europe, not into Ukraine, but to Europe. I hadn't thought about the the the, the firepower we've got from the planes over there. There's been a, a lot of uh, commitment that we're not going to have U.S. troops on the ground in Ukraine. But would we bomb the bejesus out of uh, Russian anything with our planes? No, no, no. I think it's purely Vlad said, uh, I'm going to bully the hell out of you unless you reduce. Well, I, I am bullying the hell out of Ukraine. And unless you reduce your presence in Eastern Europe, I'll kill them. And we've responded, you're going to act like that? All right, we're going to increase our troop presence. Okay. So it's just a, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Obviously, the opportunity for something to go wrong, though, 
whether he called a mistake or a miscalculation or whatever, when you got that much firepower crammed into such a small area. I was thinking about that with the the, the uh, Boris Johnson went to Ukraine yesterday to talk to Zelensky, and there are British troops on the ground training Ukrainians in how to use some of the weapons that the Brits have given them. I think it was anti-tank missiles or something like that. What if what if Russia rolls in and accidentally kills you know fifteen British soldiers? What happens then? Great question. How does don't Great know. Britain respond? How do we respond? Uh, you know, I don't know. It just. Well, to your point that a region bristling with arms is a region bristling with uh, terrible things that could happen. I mean, Russia did shoot down a passenger airliner a few years ago in from Ukraine, thinking it was some sort of attack, allegedly. That's right. So, That's right. yeah, yeah. We need to uh, mention once again this interview that Christopher Ray of the FBI did about China for NBC News yesterday and the significance of the fact that NBC News even did the story. Maybe we'll do that next segment. I'm still somewhat transfixed by the breaking media story that the guy that runs CNN, Jeff Zucker, is resigning. I don't care whether he resigns or not. I'm not getting the political thrill that I'm seeing some people on the right are of damaging to an enemy or whatever. I, yeah, whatever. if you I haven't care. if you haven't heard the story, Zucker was putting a saddle on Wolf Blitzer and riding him around the newsroom. He, made he was him, riding dirty. He made Wolf Blitzer walk around on his hands and knees while uh, Zucker struck him with a riding crop. That's actually not what happened. It turns out he uh, Zucker has been having. Uh, a relationship with another senior executive, like a super senior executive. So he's at the top, and she's practically at the top, and they've been working together for 20 years, and it's completely consensual. They can't both be on top, Jack. It's completely consensual. So you might think, if you're from a previous era, then why has he got to quit? Well, in the modern world, you can't do that sort of thing, apparently. And he had in his contract that he needed to disclose that to the corporation, and he hadn't disclosed that to higher-ups at CNN, who's a higher than him? He's practically the top. At what point do you suppose you got to disclose it, like to the board of directors? If she smiles warmly at you and you smile back, do you have to file a memo? What if, <laughs> I don't know. What if your hands touch? Like a first kiss? If you pat her butt, if she pats your butt, do you have to have, like, actual, you know, coitus? Or at what point? you got to read your contract, folks. Yeah. In this brave new idiotic world. Yeah, I just I don't like the culture of it and I haven't seen anybody report on that at all. I haven't seen anybody anybody uh say does this make sense to you that he's got to leave his job for a consensual relationship with somebody else that's at his level and is perfectly fine with it? What what's going on here? Nobody even asks. No. Nobody does. Huh. Ted Cruz uh-oh tweeted. <laughs> I'm sure this will be helpful. It turns out Jeff Zucker was screwing CNN's viewers. Exactly. <laughs> what? I don't know what that means. I, mean, I understand what he's trying to do. I'm just not sure it, sure it holds together. I'm sure it doesn't. <laughs> That's a bad joke, Ted. <laughs> God, Ted, run your jokes through me, please. <laughs> I'd be happy to punch him up for you for free, just because you're a smart guy. I like you. So she, the woman involved, Allison Golist, who you've never heard of, who's the senior something or other at CNN, Jeff and I have been close friends and professional partners for over 20 years. Recently, our relationship changed during COVID. I regret that we didn't disclose it at the right time. 
Both what? married, right? Yeah, they're both married, and that's a problem for their spouses. I don't understand why it's a problem for the workplace. Um, it's just weird. What a weird, what a weird world we live in. I mean, this is all new. This is all in the last few years that this has become a thing, right? Well, yeah. I mean, the the, the very same media was uh, enthusiastically reporting for like twenty years that the workplace is the new place to meet your uh, new love. True. That was like a, the huge. That was like one of the number one cultural stories for like ten years. True. Um, Soledad O'Brien, who that? Oh, she's a uh, lefty news anchorette there at CNN. Is Le- she CNN or is she a... Who left CNN in 2013. Yeah. Right, okay. And called Zucker's relationship an open secret. So people like Brian Stelter and other top CNN anchors who pretend not to know should just shut the hell up. They all knew. So, yeah, I've worked plenty of places where everybody knew that those two over there were in a relationship, and that's their business, and nobody cared. And certainly nobody thought they ought to be fired for it, but that's a different time, Joe. I just... <laughs> oh, that was a funny voice. Um, I like the idea of, uh, you know, you're in a workplace, and, and you develop an interest in somebody, and they happen to be on precisely the same level as you. I mean, exactly the same position, rate of pay, you're hired the same week, whatever. <laughs> right. But And you're just, you're madly, madly in love. And then your boss says to, uh, say the gal, says uh, to her, uh, Jill, your Jews are doing a fabulous job. We'd like to pr- promote you from, uh, you know, sports department store clerk to you're now in charge of inflating the basketball. <laughs> And she's got to go tears streaming down her face to her lover and say, it's over. It's over. I'm now the assistant basketball inflation manager. We can't be together anymore. Like you asked before, who wants to live in this world? Mm. Who's in favor of this? Not very many people. Although I always remember during the height of Me Too and Mika Brzezinski said this was when, um, who's that guy, Glenn Thrush, who hung up on us one time from the New York Times. Uh, when he had to leave the New York Times for a while because he had put his hand on a co-worker's thigh at the bar when he thought she liked him, and it turned out she didn't. Uh, and she was the boss in that scenario. Yeah. Anyway, I remember Mika Brzezinski on MSNBC saying, saying, well, hopefully the era of people thinking they can go out for drinks after work is over. And I thought, really? First of all, you and Scarborough both were married and left your spouses for each other. So, hmm. But uh, is that really the world we want to craft where people at a workplace can't go out for drinks afterwards? Because what if a relationship started? Really? Yeah. God, what a twisted little twit she is, man. But what a weird, strange range. You know, and I don't think that reflects. I don't know how many people that reflects their view. I don't certainly not the majority, but. Just how how weird can society get where everybody's home and single and afraid? Right. We are all puritanical pornographers now in America. Because an actual human relationship would just be too dangerous, legally speaking. So, so Mika's fornicating probably on Morning Joe's desk back in the office for, for, to the point that they both leave their spouses? <laughs> But she doesn't well, want Glenn Frost to that. put his hand on somebody's shoulder in a bar? What the hell? Yes, Michael. I married a coworker. Well, there you go. So, yeah. Lots of people do. We are both Did at you the same level. It? Did you report it to the board? No. We are both at the same level at the bottom. 
So it worked just fine. <laughs> Lots of people either marry or certainly date coworkers. But it's got to be the number one place people meet, doesn't it? Throughout yeah, history? It's, if it's not at the top, it's close, sure. Maybe it was church for the first 150 years, and then in the last 50 years, I'll bet it's been the workplace. Well, barn dances, barn raisins, sort of thing. Sure. Anyway. Ice cream socials. Anyway. Oh, and I'll throw in this one more thing, in just in case you haven't heard it's it. It's very right? sensual eating ice cream. You can see why that was such a, uh, you know, an erotic place to meet. Um... In case you haven't heard this, and again, you don't need to care who Jeff Zucker is or anything like that. It's just the tawdriness of, uh, so he's he's in a relationship with a woman at work, but they are both married, apparently, uh, to other people. Among the weirdest things I've read about the Zucker scandal is that Gullist, that's the woman, and her husband moved into the apartment above Zucker and his wife, same building, one floor apart, on purpose while everyone was still married. I feel like more details of that need to come out. <laughs> that could be pre-affair. Because she could said be. during COVID, or Zucker said during COVID, it kind of became what it became. Could be they were both working at home a lot. They worked together for 20 years. So were there no sparks during most of that period, and they just recently got sparks? Or were there always something? I don't know. I don't know how that works. Just a little tension, maybe? Yeah. Have you ever known anybody for a long time that you had no feelings for and then developed feelings for? I don't know that I have. No. It's difficult to even picture, honestly, but no, I don't know. I'm just wondering. Yeah. You can text 415-295-KFDC. Yeah, have you ever done that? Have you ever have you ever been around somebody? Like you worked with them or whatever, and they were neighbors, something like that. You had no feelings for them, but then you developed feelings for them. I think generally there's something there from the beginning. Yes, Michael? Yeah, that's what happened to us. Oh, really? Yeah. There was nothing? Nothing, And really. then something developed? Yeah. Because you got to know each other better? Yeah, a little bit. It was just friendship, over, and then long-term it turned into love. Interesting. Well, fantastic. Okay, well, maybe that's what happened with Jeff Zucker and his, uh, his new girlfriend. Now, are they still currently married? Like, is this all news to their spouses today? I have no idea. That's a great question. I mean, gossip-wise. Oof. Yeah, that'd be rough. So former NFL uh, head coach Brian Flores, Blackfella, is suing the league and uh, various others for racism. I'm told there's more to the story than uh, than we'd heard previously. We've got a, a whole bunch of interesting clips to play. And what FBI Director Christopher Wray said about China yesterday, where on NBC News, days before NBC carries the Olympics. That's pretty interesting. We'll have all that coming up. Okay, we're just into the gossip now. This has no greater significance, but this is uh, Jeff Zucker, who has resigned from CNN. He runs CNN. He's one of the most powerful media figures in the country, but he's resigned because he was in a consensual relationship with somebody at his level at the corporation. But anyway, that's a thing, I guess. Um, He has been married since 1996 to Karen Zucker. They have four kids. So it would seem that Maybe the spouses found out today through his, his, I don't know. That's ugly. That is really ugly. And that's real pain and real awful 
and horrible for the kids and everything else. But. Unless they have the two apartments above one another and they've installed a spiral staircase and it's nonstop orgies, as I've posited, as I've uh, speculated, <laughs> based on nothing, which is what CNN does all the time. So, <laughs> anyway. Funny. <clears throat> yeah, no kidding. Uh, over across the dial on ABC, they've suspended Wahoopy Goldberg. <laughs> For her numb skulled comment, why don't we just go ahead? In, in case you haven't heard it, this is a uh, clip uh, eighty, Michael. Whoopie the other day on on the Unwatchable View show. Do you not have eighty? It's Whoopie, Jews and whites. We no, we don't have that apparently. Oh, yeah, trying, it's trying, the, it's really the clip behind the whole. Uh, there we just have got it. it. Well, also, if you're yeah. going to do this, then let's be truthful about it, because the Holocaust isn't about race. No, no, it's well, not about race. It's, it is. Yeah, no, it's about a different race, but it's it's not about race. It's not about well, race. What is it about? Because you, it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. It's well, about but it's not, it's not about and, ideal and race. It's it's not but these are two Romans. white groups of people. Well, how do we have to black people how, see them as white people? And they, but you're missing the point. You're yeah. missing the point. Yeah. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. You know, she should be suspended for being incoherent. Yeah, so I, I, I haven't. I haven't understood what she was trying to say, but uh, she's been suspended, actually, from The View? Yeah, for two weeks. God, that's dumb. Kim Godwin, president of ABC News, said that, is The View a news show? What? Even if... uh, So, uh, Tim Sandifer retweeted somebody I don't know who said, here's my radical hot take. Forgive Whoopi Goldberg. Forgive Ilya Shapiro. We talked about that story yesterday. Forgive everyone who says something dumb or phrases something wrong and then apologizes. No one is a sum total of one stupid comment, and I don't want to live in a world where saying I'm sorry carries no currency. Yeah, no kidding. Can I get a hallelujah? Where nobody, you're never allowed to say I shouldn't have said that or I went too far or that joke didn't work. Having the death penalty career-wise... For for all these off-the-cuff comments or tweets, it's just a crazy way to live. Well, and again, there are a dozen reasons to suspend Whoopi Goldberg that have nothing to do with what she said. But Kim Godwin, president of ABC News, said that Ms. Goldberg would be suspended for her wrong and hurtful comments. Quote, while Wahoopi has apologized, I've asked her to take time to reflect and learn about the <sighs> impact of her comments. Because that's the what in- she's doing during these two weeks. She's reflecting every day. I see you there. She's sitting there staring out the window, reflecting on what she said. The entire ABC News organization stands in solidarity with our Jewish colleagues, friends, families, and communities. There was fierce backlash to Mrs. Ms. Goldberg's idiotic, incoherent remarks. Uh, blah, 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 Nazis, blah, 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 Jews, etc., etc. She went on Stephen Colbert's Late Show and was similarly incoherent. And so ABC probably just suspended her so she'd shut up. <laughs> She should have been uh, suspended for nonsense or whatever that movie was where she's the singing dance of none. No, that was a charming movie. Fine family entertainment. I didn't like Life affirming. I'm not a whoopee fan, apparently. Um, if you miss an hour of the show, you can grab it at armstrongandgetty.com. What the FBI director says about China coming up. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Christopher Wray says when he became FBI director, the sheer amount of Chinese spying to steal American technology was a huge surprise. This one blew me away. And I'm not the kind of guy that uses words like blown away easily. We are investigating, uh, opening a new China-related counterintelligence investigation about every 12 hours. We probably have over 2,000 of those investigations. you got to imagine that's Christopher Ray who runs the FBI. A new investigation every 12 hours? 
Um, Before we hear more from him, I think it's hugely significant that NBC, who has spent billions of dollars for the rights to air the Olympics in Beijing, which start on Friday night with the opening ceremonies, on the evening news with Lester Holt last night, featured the FBI director explaining what an awful country China is. I love that. I love it, too. I'm just surprised by it. I just I love the idea of there being China hawks on both sides of the aisle. And just we as Americans, as we're fighting over every damn thing you can imagine, at least we're, we're unified in understanding that China is our enemy. China's probably aware NBC's uh, airing stories like that. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. I wonder what their thoughts are in having NBC cover the Olympics. Be interesting to see how they play this, too. Anyway, here's more from the FBI director. Other countries spy on each other. So what does China do that's different? There is no country, no country that presents a broader, more severe threat to our innovation, our ideas, and our economic security than China does. I'm referring not to the Chinese people, not to people of Chinese descent or heritage. What we're talking about here is the Chinese government and the Chinese Communist Party. The Chinese government has repeatedly insisted that it doesn't steal American business secrets. But the FBI says Chinese spies target a range of American innovations on COVID vaccines, computer chips, nuclear power plants, jet engines, and smartphones, for example, sometimes by planting company insiders, sometimes through its world-leading cyber theft. The scale of their hacking program and the amount of personal and corporate data that their hackers have stolen is greater than every other country combined. So they got people planted in universities and corporations all across the country, the Communist Party does, to spy. Well, for decades, our deal was the more we give them, the more we help them, the more they'll become like us. And they won't be a threat, they won't be an enemy, they'll be a partner, a business partner, and a friend. So... And our, our naive leadership on both sides of the aisle, speaking of bipartisanship, said, yes, send us all of your grad students, all of your students, send us all of your scientists. We'll tell them everything we know. We'll grant them all sorts of access, anything you want. Meanwhile, the Chinese uh, Politburo is 100% bent on our overthrow at every moment of this. They never for a single second intended to be our buddy. And so we now have our, our country, and to raise point about it not being, you know, not uh, people of Chinese descent or just every Chinese national, blah, blah, blah. Well, the difficulty is they have a whole of society plan, goal to overthrow us, and they have sent thousands, hundreds of thousands of Chinese citizens, Chinese, Chinese nationals into this country to steal and to spy. So does that mean, and, and you know, I can see it. Somebody does something ugly to some poor Chinese American. Somebody says, well, Joe Getty was whipping up, blah, blah, blah. No, there's never excuse for any excuse for that. We have law enforcement for that. But the idea that it's a small problem or a few people is hilariously inaccurate. Yeah, it's, I usually find it stomach churning when you hear from uh, officials things like, well, we, the first thing we need to make clear is all Muslims aren't terrorists. You know, that sort of stuff. Like he just did. But I can see why it could be a problem. I mean, what you're telling us is there are thousands and thousands of Chinese spies in this country infiltrating universities and businesses and really at every level to try to, to spy on us. Not everybody is from China is a spy. So, I mean, I don't know how we're going to deal with this. I know plenty of people, some who are born in China, that hate the Communist Party. They would do more than the average red-blooded American 
uh, of any stripe would do to try to bring down China. Yep, good point. So, you know, figuring out who's who is worth the effort. Uh, yeah, yeah, indeed. I, I love this story real quickly then. Uh, we have another one from Christopher Ray. Whenever, yeah. uh, whenever you're done. Excellent. So a friend of mine who was involved in the development of a tech product says, uh, I'm reminded of my experience at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas a couple of years ago. First day is unofficially called China Day. Tens of thousands of Chinese nationals blow through the show and take pictures and videos, grab as much literature as they can, and even steal products. By the end of the day, they are on planes back to China. Wow. We- this now this was a few years ago before I would what I would describe as the great awakening to the true Chinese intentions. We and he, he goes on to write, we let them do this and everyone kind of laughed it off. We were given some real attention from some inviting us to China to be wined and dined so they could manufacture for us. They even showed us the hotel and the escorts we would have. Uh, we declined. That is uh, something. Well, we've been doing that for decades, not realizing what was going on. Here's more from the FBI director. But what about the criticism from Asian-American groups who say the Justice Department's China initiative has overreached with some Chinese espionage cases collapsing? We don't investigate anyone based on race race or uh, ethnicity or constitutionally protected activity. In fact, in many cases, Chinese-Americans are some of the people most victimized by the Chinese government's tactics that we're describing. Roy also accuses China of going after secrets in other countries, but he says the U.S. is its number one target. Yep. So there you go. Uh, the, I, I think the most significant part of that story, to me, because I knew all this stuff, uh, just from paying attention, is that CNN ran this, or NBC ran this story mm-hmm. a couple days before the Olympics start. I, I I like where they're going with this. It's a hopeful sign, no doubt. Yeah. It was only a few years ago that uh, I was told the story, and this was very, very fresh meat at the time, of um, uh, federal law enforcement officials visiting a prominent California university and saying, hey, there are a number of uh, scientists and academics here who are Chinese uh, agents, Chinese spies. And instead of the university president saying, oh, my God, how can this be? Are you sure? What is your evidence? Said, get off my campus, you racists. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I accidentally said CNN instead of NBC because I got a guy that kind of got CNN on the brain right now. As the guy who runs CNN has just resigned, Jeff Zucker, because he had a consensual affair with another senior executive. Uh, Shame. Shame? Shame. Shame? Somebody tweeted this out. CNN blames Russia for Zucker's illicit relationship. That's funny. (laughs) That is pretty funny. After two years of blaming Russia for all kinds of different things. Um, Ben Shapiro tweeted, man, Trump's Twitter feed would be straight fire right now. Well, (laughs) Trump just put out a statement, and here it goes. And you're right. Trump's Twitter feed would be straight fire right now. It's a shame we don't have it. It's a loss to America. Though we don't have Trump's Twitter feed. But Trump just did put out a, a statement. Jeff Zucker, a world-class sleazebag who has headed ratings and real, and real news challenge CNN for far too long, has been terminated for numerous reasons, but predominantly because CNN has lost its way with viewers and everybody else. Now is a chance to put fake news in the backseat because there may not be anything more important than straightening out the horrendous lamestream media in our country. And in the case of CNN throughout the world, Jeff Zucker is gone. Congratulations to all. You know, I agree with most of that. So Trump is putting it on the ratings. There 
is a possibility that that, 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 that there's something to that. Sometimes, you know, you're kind of teetering and there's an excuse and you think, ah, let's get rid of them now. Well, oh, yeah. Because their well, ratings are horrible. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, if your ratings are great, you'd be surprised at what the folks will put up with. And if they're terrible, they won't put up with anything. I was happy to see this retweet from Ben Shapiro. So we're not the only ones that have brought this up. If you take a step back and ignore your own biases, you know, the people, uh, everybody to the right of CNN is gleeful or damage to my opponent. But if you take a step back and ignore your own biases and look at the bigger picture, the question is, do we really want a culture where voluntary sexual relationships are completely forbidden in the workplace? This doesn't read like an abuse of power at all. I agree. The idea that you have to quit your job. The the legal reason is he didn't disclose the relationship, which apparently is in his contract. He didn't disclose a consensual relationship with an equal at work to his boss. Of course you wouldn't. Who would do that? Well, and again, at what point? When, when she laughs at your joke and lowers her eyes? And even when your hands touch and she doesn't object when you have sexual intercourse, I mean, at what point? Or even if you're at the point where you're having sex and looking in each other's eyes and saying, I love you, even if you realize we're clearly in a relationship now, I could see how either one of you would think, I'm not going to go declare to my boss that I'm in love. It's none of his freaking business. Sure. Or you might think, God, the contract says I have to, but I find it so humiliating, so embarrassing so when when am i going to do this i got to do it tomorrow yeah i'll do it tomorrow it is humiliating and embarrassing it's got a because it's got a tinge of asking permission from the corporation to be in love with somebody right which is weird right or reporting what you're doing with your pants off well i got a number of things that you wouldn't want to hear about (laughs) I, i assure you i don't in fact, I want it written into my contract that we never report anything like that. Speaking of straight fire, you know, there's hardly any uh, glib person I know that hates Jeff Zucker more than Tucker Carlson. So he's going to take a big swing at this story tonight one way or another. I, I'll, I'll bet he hits a little on the angle of, is this really the, the society we want? I'll bet he does, too. Yeah. Um. So we've got a little follow-up on the 40-person melee that happened at a Golden Corral. That's the uh, fairly low-dollar all-you-can-eat buffet establishment? It's pretty low-dollar. Okay. It's delicious, in my opinion. But uh, we have a you're, little, you're hard of tasting. We have a little audio from the melee, and also Michelangelo's got a story from a similar event. Oh, really? So all on the way. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The thing. That's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and <laughs> didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how how lucky we were <gasps> yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Do we have any of the videos? With Colbert right now, mask and everything. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do we have any of the videos of the Golden Corral fight at our website, armstrongandgetty.com? Because they're, yeah, we do. You should check them out. They're pretty funny. I mean, they're just, well, they're exactly what you would expect them to be. If you're a fan of adults beating the hell out of each other at a restaurant in public, yes. How many videos? I'm seeing that least, it looks like there's at least six different angles. Because I'm sure if I had been there, I wouldn't have engaged in the fight, but I would have whipped out my phone. Forty people engaged in a fight at a Golden Corral that apparently was over. They ran out of steak at some point. There it is. You type in Golden Corral into the uh, search bar there. It auto fills fight. Yeah. I mean, and they, it was just it was it was like something from an old timey Western, which reminds me. My brother told me a story. He was in Germany at a bar. A big uh, saloon sort of thing. Oh, it was Oktoberfest, I think. Anyway, somehow at the end of the night, it turned into one of those fights. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen those old-timey westerns where they get in those big <laughs> saloon fights, and everybody is hitting people with chairs and just, 
like every man, woman, and child is involved. He said it was one of those fights, and he said it was so fun until somebody cracked a chair across his nose, then the fun went out of it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm trying to dial up a video right now to but watch it as we talk. So, Michael, you've been, you've, you've been involved in mayhem? Yeah, I was in a food fight in high school. I started it. It was the best. This kid kept throwing grapes at me, and I turned around and hit an Threw an apple at him. Full apple. Oh. Well, an a-, a grape won't hurt you. It would annoy you. But an apple, you get hit in the head, if you yeah. hit with an apple, it's going to hurt. And they didn't take it well, and suddenly they were throwing everything they had towards me, and uh, soon the whole cafeteria was throwing sandwiches. Really? Everybody, yeah. So it was the classic, um, there's a term for that, where everybody just all of a sudden joins in the behavior. Yeah. A little mob. Um. How long did it last? It lasted about five minutes, and then we all ran out because, you know, all the teachers were coming in, you know, stop this, stop this, and after it was done, every single person just ran out. So how did they handle it? I'm not even sure how I would handle it because he got everybody is complicit at some level. They just (laughs) cleaned it up. They just cleaned it up. They just cleaned it up because, right, what are you going to do? You know, suspend (laughs) everybody? Absolutely. (laughs) Suspend you, don't let you walk across the stage for graduation. Of course, a food fight in the cafeteria is a much lower, less of mayhem than they have in every classroom practically in America nowadays. Yeah, that's um, true. You can tell a teacher to F off and shove her down and you won't get in trouble. But you get you feel like you get credit for starting the whole thing. Oh, I did. Which yeah. has got to be one of the great moments of your life. Yeah, the funniest thing was my best friend sitting right next to me. He just sat there and screamed. <laughs> As I'm throwing this. Yeah, that's all he did. Wow. The whole I time. I had no idea you were a juvenile delinquent. No, it was You're such a, very a clean few, living it fella. It was the only food fight I've ever started. You were just fed up with a kid throwing yeah, grapes at you. That's right. Well, yeah, okay. So that was a simple frontier justice. That's, Your intent was not to start a food fight. That dealing with that sort of stuff, my, my kids deal with it every day, just like I did. And it's always, it's you know, it's all practically a case-by-case basis on when's the time to punch somebody in the nose and deal with all the repercussions that you're going to get from that. When's the time to, you know, tell an adult or let it go. I mean, they're all, there's there's the intent, there's the um, uh, history between the two of you, there's the time and place. It's just, it's all so complicated. So I wish we had a little more time to talk about this, uh, given the conversation about schools and the rest of it, but I have a handful of new heroes. There are a bunch of San Diego area high school students who are getting tossed out of school for refusing to wear their masks, because if the, it's good enough for the governor taking off his mask and not wearing it, ignoring the guidelines, it's good enough for me, say these high schoolers. School districts sending letters home saying your child is a clear and present danger. Oh, We're going to go big on this tomorrow. We're going to go big. You're going to wish you'd never organized yourself into a school district. Check your clock. It's time to stop. Jack and Joe, they've got to go. And if they don't get canned, they'll be back tomorrow. That m- music sounds like it'd be the theme song from a 70s show where a guy is friends with a bear. That's what that sounds like. (laughs) Or a commercial for the Golden Corral. Yeah, exactly. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. There he is, our technical director, pressing the buttons, Michelangelo. Michael, final thought? Yeah, at your next Thanksgiving or your next Christmas, start a food fight if you got a large gathering. It's a lot of fun. you you got to experience it. 
Wow. Set up tarps, though. Set up plastic all over the place like your Dexter before you get started. Uh, young uh, Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, final thought? You know, I have my own traumatic experience from a Golden Corral. It was my 15th birthday. My dad took me over there. He paid for dinner, and during the middle of the meal, he pulled out my first edition of Playboy and handed it to me in public. Wow. wow. Controversial. Wow. We'll take your calls. Yeah, Jack, a final thought you'd like to share? Here's a tip. So, like, I like Golden Corral and places like that, but I realize it's not everybody cup of, cup of tea, which I think they do have cups of tea there. It's part of the all-you-can-eat. Um, here's the tip. If you ever end up at one, you know, you're with a family gathering, you wish you weren't going there, but you are, guaranteed rolls are always good, desserts are always good at those all-you-can-eat buffets. Fill up on rolls and desserts. You'll be fine. Meat can get sketchy. Oh. Fish products, No. I thought you were going to go in the opposite direction. Now, I've got rolls and desserts. You can't go wrong. All right. All right. I'll take your word for it. You're the expert. Uh, my fl- final thought is whether it's Jeff Zucker and his gal pal getting it on or Whoopi the dope Goldberg or whatever, this culture of somebody's got to be punished, brought to their knees, fired, suspended because they say something dumb. Look, people who think it's dumb will say that's dumb. We'll talk it out. Everybody will figure it out. Quit with the puritanical bull-ass, please. It's a weird period you were going through. I hope it's just a blip and not uh, the rest of my life or the rest of my kids' lives. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thank so little time, go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have a lot of great hot links. If there's something we ought to be talking about, send it to mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. God bless America. Get ready, pal. You're going to enter a problem. This is the United States of America, for God's sake. Glad bad and kept care. Screw it. I'm leaving. Be sure to watch your language. And less tolerant of all the bull****. Do you understand? No! Oh, this is gay. Come on. So, let's go out with a bang. Here, you ready? It's going to be pathetic. That's it. Oh, that's, what? What was that? I know. There's no pop at all. Oh, my God. Good. Only show in America doing this, folks. <laughs> Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.